Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Monday, June 14th. I hope that your week is, uh, is going to be off to a great start as we start this, uh, this second full week, of, or actually the third full week of, uh, of June. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, Friday was a so-so day, I guess, on Wall Street, mixed bag kind of. Um, but I wonder, is your summer off to a splashing good hit? I hope so. I hope that you are having a, a great summer starting out. Uh, but remember, there's only one thing that happens that you and I can control within our portfolio, and that's how much risk you have. And if you don't know what that risk number is, then that can be devastating in the volatility and a bear market time that comes along. Give us a call and let's schedule your financial x-ray. 863-382-0037. And let's make this summer a splashing success. So with that, we've got Dave uh, coming up right now. One oh five point seven light FM. It's a human league there. It's I'm, I'm glad the critters don't sing too good. It's 8.38 here, 22 before 9. Time to check in on your money and find out what Wall Street's doing to your IRA and 401k. And by all indications, today, not all that terribly much. I'm not seeing a pile of movement of the futures either. Let's head downtown, check in, and see what the outlook is from Statler Financial Services, where Philip Statler is standing by. Philip, good morning. I ho- hope you had a wonderful weekend. Yeah, I did, Dave, and it's uh, great to be back this morning. Um, so it, w- it was a good weekend. And Friday, hey, I think we ended up with a decent day on Friday. Nothing earth-shattering, but at least uh, all green across the board. And the question is, can we continue that into this third week of June? That's it. Yeah, I was looking at Friday morning while I was soloing here and saying, darn, it's starting to look like a normal market when Friday closed. Dow was up by 13 and a half points. The NASDAQ up by 49. Standard and Poor's closed about one point short of an all-time record high, which gives us all that usual spatial perception that even while we're having relatively boring days, we're bumping our nose on nosebleed territory almost every day. We're only a couple hundred away from a record on the Dow, and the NASDAQ is accelerating faster than the other ones, so we'll be looking at a record with that before too long as well, I'd wager. Yeah, I think so. I mean, we, we're definitely seeing the uh, the markets gather some steam. The question is, how long, and what's gonna what's gonna keep it going, and what could possibly be the thing that causes it to, you know, come back a little bit and and kind of recover. And that that's the thing when we start getting up toward these things, and it, it almost is at the point where with these gradual rises, okay, that's good, that's normal. But it also is time to remind folks that 10% corrections are normal. They generally happen once a year. And the 5% hiccups, we saw one of those a month or so ago, uh, that's normal and it's actually healthy as investors change their strategies. And when we're at the point where we're kind of looking at the top and not quite bouncing over the top, uh, that kind of indicates that we're overdue it. It's just going to take some trigger to do it. We just don't know which one it's going to be. Well, that's true. We don't know what it could be because there's a lot of different things out there today that it could be that starts that process from inflation to something geopolitical that could 
could be the sparking point. There's just a lot of stuff out there that that could happen uh, to cause the markets to rethink where it's at right now as we continue to see these highs being met. And, and the question is, how long will it continue? Absolutely. They're already starting to saber rattle. we got to start reading the tea leaves for the Federal Reserve meeting coming up this next week. It's a, uh, uh, They're not expected to do a doggone thing, but i got a sneaking hunch that this is going to be one of those things where they're parsing every single word that comes out of the release at 2 p.m. on Wednesday afternoon. Uh, you know, I think you're probably right, because one of the things that they continue, uh, the economists continue to look for is, you know, when is the Fed going to really and truly do what they keep hinting at, and that's starting to taper buying their bonds on the open market? Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's been part of the stimulus program to try to keep the money loose, and that's been a good thing while we've been under some duress. It's painfully obvious the economy is moving forward right now, and it's also painfully obvious we're getting some inflation. And you and I have both waxed philosophic about the notion of whether or not we ought to be doing a rolling average on inflation rates. But anybody that's bought vegetables or beef or anything like that over the last few months, we know the prices have gone up, and they've gone up a heck of a lot more than the 4 and 5% numbers the Consumer Price Index indicates. That, that's right, and, and that's always the issue when we talk about inflation is it doesn't really and truly look at everything that you and I go out and purchase in the grocery store. Absolutely not. I, could, I couldn't believe I, I went over to one of my favorite uh, little beer bars the other night just figuring I'd get a cheap steak. That cheap steak was $6 more than it had been just a couple of months ago. Exactly. We got beef going up. I mean, just all, everything that's food related continues to climb, which is going to put more pressure on those folks that are underemployed, unemployed, all of those type of folks, you know, this is going to put more and more pressure on them. Absolutely. So we're all going to be watching the Federal Reserve real carefully. If they can't tell, it's a really slow news day today, so we're kind of reading tea leaves ourselves. There is some economic activity coming on later on in the week, but today the calendar is just absolutely deadpan empty from our federal government. What's likely to move us this week that you're seeing in the future? You're you're right. It's it's dead on both, not just the economic front, but the earnings front as well. Hey, Mm -hmm. we've got a lot of stuff coming out in the next two or to three days. We've got things like retail sales, uh, the producer price index. Uh, Those things are coming out, the new new home builders index. And then Wednesday, we got building permits and housing starts. Those are always important. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how those turn out because of the lack of the supply chain. We have an import price index coming out, and then Friday and Thursday we have obviously the you know initial jobless claims um, and continuing claims will be coming out on Thursday, and then Friday nothing, Dave. Yeah, well, we'll take three days worth of good of good information anyway. Yeah, I got to believe the unemployment claims number is going to weigh rather heavy because we've been on a downward trend for the last few weeks. And I think investors expect to see that go down, or we're going to see a hiccup in our confidence level from the Wall Street standpoint. You're, you're right. They do expect it to go down just slightly from what it was the week before. Um, I find it interesting. Permits, they expect to remain the same as they were in April. Uh, they do expect housing starts to increase by a little bit, not much. Um, so so those are, are good, good signs. Um so we'll have to see what retail sales are, though. They actually expect them to be down um, for the month of May. Oh, wow. 
tidbits out for the morning. I do have one thing crossing my ticker. A company called Washington Prime Group, they're a mall owner, more than 100 malls around the United States, filed for bankruptcy over the weekend based upon the fact that, well, malls are having a hard time with all the chain stores pulling out, the anchors shutting down. At least one of the major mall ownerships said, okay, that's it, threw in the towel and filed for reorganization. That's that's not a good sign on the marketplace. No, it's not. And obviously, I hadn't really heard of them. So they must be one of the smaller mall owners. But let's face it, the, the folks that own our mall are not a huge uh, group either. Um, so that could show some signs of of how different um, real estate investment trusts are dealing with their mall properties. Yeah, that particular owner was the owner of a hundred different malls around the United States, but most of theirs are in the Midwest, up around Columbus, Ohio, and centering around there. But still not an indication we're looking for. Cruising is starting again. Caribbean Cruise Lines put one out on the water, and uh, guess what? They had a breakthrough vaccine problem. The uh, they, but the, uh, the the ship was 100% vaccinated, but at the same time, they had a breakthrough infection happen. That's putting a little bit of a chink into the uh, travel industry's armor, I'd imagine. Uh, I'm sure it is. I mean, obviously, <clears throat> the state of Florida doesn't want that to be an issue anyway. Um, and so we'll continue to monitor that lawsuit as well as how are the cruise uh, ships and the cruise industry going to deal with these new new things? It's going to be interesting in that battle that our state is having about not requiring vaccination proof before you climb on board was not helped by the fact that even when they are vaccinated, they still had a couple of breakthrough infections to worry about. So you got to kind of sit up and take notice and make that something worth watching. That's right. Yeah, you know, that's definitely an area of concern. And we'll have to see how they continue to progress with that. I hear you there. Like we said, it was a relatively quiet day today, which means basically we're going to be trading on the tidbits on the information we've got. It's interesting, uh, just looking at things going on, big announcement on our top-of-the-hour news this morning. Another effective COVID-19 vaccine out. This one is effective against the Indian variant on it. And the markets, uh, six months ago, if an announcement like that had come out, we'd be looking at 500-point gains on the Dow. Uh, This morning, they're just kind of ignoring it. After a slight up day on Friday, what are we looking at 45 minutes before we open today, Philip? Well, we've got a, a mixed bag today, Dave. We got the Dow actually trading red, just a slight little bit, down $21 right now, less than a tenth of a percent. Uh, the S&P 500 is up a buck, so nothing really there, kind of even. And then the NASDAQ's up about 26, so less than two-tenths of a percent. So really and truly, uh, what we see here is a very, very slow start to this week. On the commodities front, we do see uh, gold and silver both uh, significantly down. Silver down one and three quarters percent, down to $27.65 an ounce. Gold down 1.6% to $1,849 an ounce. Crude oil, Dave, is going the opposite direction as gold and silver going up 1% to $71.67 a barrel, Dave. Been a little while since we've seen it up over 71. I hope that doesn't hold. How about you? Uh, yeah, me too. I'm hoping because that's definitely going to mean three to three ten a gallon. I uh, free you right there. Overseas markets are basically looking like at hours pretty much directionless at the close in the Asian rim. Some up, some down, talking about a half a percent movement. European markets are looking at us and they can't figure out what's going on either. I've got movements mostly to the green side, but we're talking about 15 hundredths of a point, the best they've been able to do all morning so far on the European exchanges. Looking at what we're looking at here, Philip, stability looks like it's almost endemic to the market. 
That ain't normal. Finding out where the risk is in my retirement portfolio is still important. How do I find you to dig that out? Absolutely, Dave. And give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule their financial x-ray to determine just how much risk they have in their portfolio because you and I both know that is the only thing that any of us can control within our investment portfolio. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730. And back with a look ahead to tomorrow, about the same time here tomorrow on Light FM. Philip, thank you so much. We'll see you then. All right, man. You have a great day. Appreciate you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, folks, again, I hope that your summer is off to a splashing great start. And remember, there's only one thing that any of us can control within our portfolio. And it doesn't really show up until we hit a major market correction or a bear market. And that's a downturn. Give us a call and let's look to see exactly how much risk you have in your current portfolio. Our number again, 863 382 0037 Have a great day. I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Bye now.